In Top 5 Comics podcast breaking news, Dan Didio has been relieved of his duties at DC Comics. BleedingCool.com reported at 10.30 a.m. Pacific Time, Warner Brothers fired him and he left the building immediately. Um, a lot of the craziness around it, um, much of the rumors have a lot to do with maybe a rift between him and Scott Snyder, and a lot of it has to do around the much maligned 5G, or you also been discussed as Generation 5 in the DC Comics universe of potential upcoming things. Well, they've been... He's been touring the press circuit, doing different interviews and different shows, laying out the map for DC Comics for the to lead to this 5G for the last, I don't know, better part of a year. And, uh, yeah, so... Uh, it leaves Jim Lee in control as basically editor-in-chief of DC Comics. Yeah, he's currently sole publisher, so... So I... That's crazy, um, but as a thing... 5G has been something that, I don't know, there, a handful of people have been afraid about. Not just not just stores, but like folks inside the DC um, proper, I guess you'd say. And as a thing in general, it, it's probably more likely that that's the real reason. But, I mean, some of the stuff that's quoted out that came out from the breaking break of the story was it was for, for grounds with a reason for fostering a, a poor work environment, I guess. Is what they had toted to, and I mean, he's always been a micro, like, Dan's always been a micromanager type. I don't necessarily think that was always a bad thing. Uh, it, I mean, it depends though. Like, well, when, no, when you have, sure. when you have a bunch of independent creative at it, like, creative, uh, personalities, you just can't, oh, no, you yeah. can't micromanage those situations. I think that that might be possibly what was going on, but mm-hmm. at this time, like, I don't know, there's been some shakeups before, and, comics in general, but like this, uh, it's kind of a big one, um, trying to basically do with the, De- do away with Deanna and Bruce and Clark and, um, Barry and all of the big, the big guns, the, like the big seven, like doing away with them and like have younger characters take over those roles and just like move on from them completely. Like, I don't, I don't know if that's the wisest choice and I, maybe that might be have something to do with it. Um, there's not a lot of news on it yet. Um, there's been a lot of, like, Twitter feedback on it. Like, a lot of people, like, you know, giving their, basically, condolences. Like, it's not like right. the guy died, but they're like, you know, um, I'm sure people like Joe Quesada, he, he's one of the people who posted, like, he's probably stoked on it because he's, like, maybe one, they can, like, maybe Marvel will snatch him up, like, for something, just for his writing, writing ability. I mean, cause, I mean, he's a decent writer, but, like, on the other hand, like, um, Obviously, he has a riff with, with Scott Snyder. Like, um, Gail Simone wrote some comment, like, wrote one uh, her post. She said that, like, we, ne- we we didn't get along, but, you know, you know, he, right. he cared about what he did. So, like, I mean, it, it's just a lot of the people who posted didn't shy away from the fact that they didn't get along with him. Right. Well, I mean, that's grounds for reason that would be. The, the reasoning. We've had a whole handful of folks leave DC, not necessarily our writer staffs, but like folks internally. So editors and reasoning behind it. I mean, it didn't, not all of them gave like crazy reasons or anything. It's just when you get a whole, like, I think nine people in the last three years, two years, like that have been with the company for a while. Major people, not just like. Yeah. 
It, yeah, as far as yeah, it, not just like uh, yeah, not not just like it, you know, staff, and like and, yeah. and an example of true leadership is like how the people around you and how you lead them, like not just like being a boss of people. Like maybe he just wasn't good at what he did. Like you know, if if you're not guiding people and your your things aren't successful, then it's not a good thing. And like they talked about the new fifty two, like initially. It was successful. Then it, it tapered off very quickly, and then like people, people like writers have slowly started bringing back in like characters that weren't like a lot of stories and things that were eliminated in New Fifty Two, bringing all that back. Right. And like there's well, a bunch of there's a bunch of even more stuff that's supposed to be coming out in the next few months of like. Well, these. the recent phase of rebirth was basically ironing out and adding pieces back in from old stories they wanted to keep. So it was basically rebuilding things around it. And, like, 52 was really pretty successful and did bring in a lot of new readers. But I kind of wonder if maybe this whole 5G thing, rather than, like, Crisis, whenever the original Crisis happened, we took those Golden Age characters and put them on the shelf. This is a very similar thing to that, but in more of a moving forward with the progression of the real world. And, I mean, I've said it before in plenty of different sittings that, even though we like a story in the future with an old man Batman, we really don't want an old man Batman. Like, it's one thing to do Dark Knight. It's another thing to do, um, oh, yeah, Bruce is now, he's 50, so he's got to get his replacement to come in there. It's, it's one thing to do a Terry McGinnis story that's so far in the future, this crazy 70 years down the road, but day-to-day life stories, people don't want that. Right. And as far as replacements... I mean, his is a good example, because all the talk was replacing him, and it may still happen. And at this point, there's a lot of different artist-writer types that are of the opinion that if 5G doesn't work, that uh, AT&T will just pull the plug on the comic side of Warner Brothers altogether. I mean, maybe. No, I mean... I'd hope not. You're being ri- you're being ridiculous. No, it's definitely no, a thing. I'm not the only one that thinks that. You're being ridiculous, which it's fine. Be ridiculous all you want. Like, this is... Uh, this is, you know, an editorial as, as, sure. like, conversation, but I'm just saying that, like, you're being ridiculous. Like, but it's one guy leaving, and I think that trying to be too crazy, like, you basically have, um, you have the keys to the kingdom of, of gods. Um, in Marvel Comics, you know, you have, like, Thor. Thor is a god. Sure. But, like, a lot of the characters have, ma- like, that's one thing that's the difference between Marvel and DC. Like, m- like Marvel characters have flaws, and they're, like, very human to an extent. Um, in DC, you literally have gods. Like, Superman is just, like, almost omnipotent. So is Wonder Woman. Um, even Batman, like, mentally, and Green Lantern, and Flash. They're, like, gods sitting on Mount Olympus. And I think that... Like, if they don't, if maybe he thought that dumbing them down and making them, like, ushering this, us into a new era of, like, characters that are, like, more hip, and, like, you don't have to do that. And I think that maybe, like, a lot, a lot of creators that were working with them were just like, I disagree, this is stupid. Right. I think that that's maybe what happened. And, like, somebody finally got in, Mar- like, or, or in AT&T's ear. You, you say AT&T, but let's just say Warner Brothers. Well, but like, as far as like who's really in charge over there, it's hard to say. Anymore. But in D- somebody got in DC's ear and was like, "This isn't a good idea." Right? Like we've built like a century, almost a century of 
Because it's, I mean, it's the 1930s, 1940s that like... Depending on which character we're talking about, I mean, yeah. As you know, far as eras are concerned, I mean... It's, it's, it's been almost a century. Like, we're in 2020 now. Like, Superman's, like, getting close to 100 years old from creation purposes. And it's like, you can't just, like, yeah, it's fine. Update him, do this. Like, But even the New 52, when they were making, like, make him all dark and broading, like, people didn't like it. Right. They did for a second, but they're like, eh, nah, we didn't like that. And they, and they didn't... And, like, we talked about this, like... You, they didn't change everybody. They only changed some things. It's just like you're either all in, you're all out, and then like, well, and then they're like, now they're backtracking. It's just like, I don't know, man. It's a weird thing, but like, I, I honestly haven't haven't been a fan. Like, I'm a I'm a DC guy over Marvel, and I haven't I haven't been a big fan of the direction of DC for a while. Like, I didn't like the New Fifty Two stuff at all. I didn't, and. So I'm curious to see where it goes. Like I like some things, but as they bring older things back into it, just a good example. Like in this, in the articles that we read, like in the bleedingcool.com stuff, like they they keep they bring up Wally West and uh, Dick Grayson a lot, which is which is weird because I feel like I mean maybe maybe, maybe currently like Dick's like current predicament with his how he doesn't remember anything and stuff maybe that that's what they're talking about but like but yeah but wally like well wally wasn't part of the original launch in the 52 no but wally got the shaft tim drake got the shaft like connor kent got the shaft like there's a lot of really cool characters that just got well he got left alongside yeah ultimately this point with rebirth all those characters are back I mean, Wally West is back. Currently, his stories are dealing. But he's, with but he's not as, but he's not where he was. Like he well, was, he was so no, but he so he was so much of a better character before all that stuff. So was, I mean, Tim Drake was a, so much of a better character. Well, as far as original origin stories, I mean, we've said that since the very beginning. I know, but why would you make a character that was so good before and just like make him less of a character? Like he was already really, really, really good, and then you make him less good for what reason? Like what purpose? As far as choices of what they kept and what they didn't keep, that's a <clears throat> that's a different field of questioning. I have no idea. I mean, as far as the choices they made to drop certain characters and keep certain characters, I don't. I don't know. Well, sorry, he's the captain of the ship, and that's on him. Well, and that's probably why he's it not happened. The only one, though. Well, pretty much the main one. I mean, somebody's got to take the bullet, man. Down. Ultimately, that's basically what it is. So I guess we'll see. I mean, prior to the talk of rebirth, both. Jim and Dan wanted to pull the plug and do another New 52. And at that point in time, it was Jeff Johns. It's like, yeah, let's do something different instead. How do we do this rebirth thing? We'll just let the Watchmen iron out what's missing and what's not missing, and we can make a big bad guy out of Manhattan. And that's basically what started happening. Now, we get to the end of Doomsday Clock, and it's fallen flat, probably because they hired a bunch of talented writers in the middle that are too powerful for the system to work with them the system has to bend to them so i mean that's kind of lame or maybe you'd get somebody like jeff johns to like to do somebody who loves the characters and has worked with them for a long time instead of somebody who maybe doesn't love them as much i don't think it's a matter of dan not loving this system in general but he's also been in the system so long i think maybe jeff johns does love him that much though oh no doubt as far as writing is concerned you just look at his stories i mean yeah. blackest night rebirth 
not rebirth the current timeline of things, but no. rebirth the story rebirth. But I'm t- I'm telling you, like, and you always you always overlook it because you didn't read it. What? But like, he made Flash. He made Wally West. He like he created the Rogues Gallery. Like the Flash's Rogues Gallery. He like he made the Flash amazing, and that was that was where Jeff Johns really like kind of like. Well, his Flash stuff was great. His Booster Gold stuff was great. No, but like he 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 did like a hundred issues of the Flash that were like gold. Like every issue was amazing. That like before before he even thought about Blackest Night, like he was like his Flash stuff. He made Wally West. He made the Flash and Zoom and like that that that. He just he made the 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 Rogues Gallery. He brought all that stuff. Like he created. And he didn't like create it, create it from scratch, but like he made the Flash, like relevant again. No, like, he made Wally West yeah. relevant, like he made it like way better than like it could have ever been. Like, and that's I mean that's why Jeff Johns like, and then he went on to do some Green Lantern stuff, and and then into Blackest Night. Like, he, like there's he did a lot of things. Oh yeah, before wrote, Blackest Night, and then and then Blackest Night was incredible. It was it was fantastic, and it's just like. He 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 paid off on a thing that had been like hinted at in the Green Lantern mythologies for how many years? No, on the blackboard in the Flash story actually, but because it was in a Flash story, they first put the Red Lanterns and Beware the Flashpoint and a whole bunch of neat little things in that blackboard in the Booster Gold slash no, but Flash like, story. The brightest day in Blackest Night, like that 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 thing that specific like term has been in Green Lantern mythologies since the beginning, and it's yeah. just like. I mean, he he he, Twisting pay, into a giant he paid story, yeah. yeah he paid off on that like finally and like and people are like oh my gosh this is amazing sure so it's like maybe maybe put something in charge like that mm-hmm. I don't know I just we'll see there's not a lot of news on it yet no like it's a it's as a far lo- as who's gonna be chairing and running things at this point it sounds like simply Jim Lee it's just Jim right now but yeah. like we don't even know how long that's gonna last we don't know but like there's a bunch of people like because like there's a bunch of uh, I mean toy fairs this weekend um. There's a few C two E two yeah like a bunch of other stuff this weekend so like there's people who that at those places that didn't even know what's going on so right. we'll we'll see how things play out but we just wanted to like throw this out to you guys like like kind of like a holy crap right and we were gonna try and throw it on the episode but I mean we will throw it on the episode as well but like this need to get out like now yeah so so there you go uh, crazy shake up at DC so. Uh-huh. I guess we'll see what it does. I guess that's it. Yeah, so in Top 5 Comics uh, Podcast News Flash, thanks for joining us, and uh, check out the newest episode. Hi uh, tomorrow. Once that's out, but like, yeah. yeah. Thanks for joining us. That's all.